All right, friends, let's start with working from home. So for those of us who have the luxury based on the industry we're in, working from home is the new reality for the short term future. It's definitely my reality. Uh, Working on content, um, you know, digital content, mostly journalism, all of this can be done from the confines of a home for the most part interviewing people over Skype, getting on the phones, doing remote broadcasts, uh, doing shows like this with my home gear. All of this was very doable for me and for my industry. It's not the same for all, and we'll get into those distinctions. But for people that can work at home, this is an opportunity to find new ways to focus and motivate yourself throughout the work day. Uh, and I think as team leaders or as business owners, this can be an opportunity to refocus some key parts of day-to-day work life and strategize them around uh, this digital reality that we're now in and having to interface digitally, but then also looking long-term. How can we use this time to uh, grow and improve as a company? So here are some of the pros that come with working from home if you have that capacity and why they should be important uh, to keep in mind as a business owner or as a team leader or just as a professional employee. Working from home is going to present an opportunity to restructure communication. What's great is that there are already tools in place to make working from home a seamless reality. That includes things like Asana, Slack, Teams, Office 365, all things um, that I've used uh, either in previous workplaces or in my current workplace here at MarketScale. And in the office, they're already useful. When you step out of the office and you have to interface digitally, these tools are absolutely necessary. And so using this time to create um, new standards for communication. Okay, we're going to touch base every XYZ number of hours. We're going to communicate and brainstorm about this thing daily. Uh, Let's set up a virtual Zoom meeting or even a a Microsoft Teams call, a Skype call, to go over these critically important uh, pieces of content or strategies for our clients, right? All these things can happen virtually, but when you create that rigid structure of we're going to check in with each other, we're going to be here to help each other, we're going to communicate even socially over things like Teams and Slack, Uh, When you reset the standards for how that's going to work in a a remote workplace, I think it can create a better sense of how communication plays into your business model and your strategy moving forward. Another thing that's incredibly beneficial about working from home is the reality of flexible hours. This is especially helpful when abrupt work from home life coincides with things like kids staying from home, uh, a partner or a spouse staying from home. And a pandemic especially creates some unforeseen scheduling challenges, uh, having to go to the doctor, pick up uh, groceries at strange times to try to avoid crowds, um, you know, dealing with the kids, having to, to take kids to and from, I'm not sure, you know, a family's place, a, a friend's place, um, taking care and checking in on vulnerable family members, all that stuff creates weird wedges in a daily work schedule. So working from home can encourage flexible hours, and I think they should be encouraged and built in um, because it re-empowers 
workers and it gives people a feeling like, okay, I have a little more control over my work life. We're in a crazy time. I've got some things I've got to do. If my company, my team, my supervisor understands that and allows it, I'm going to be more productive working when I can work. Uh, It might not work for every company, but I think flexible hours are something that uh, are incredibly positive about this shift to work from home. Another aspect of this that is important is a chance to reinforce some processes to create a sense of responsibility and respect over the work you do and the work that your team does. Oftentimes there can be some tedious tasks or some um, some daily things that you've got to do at your company that might seem like, why am I doing this? This is useless. <laughs> you know, this isn't benefiting uh, my time and I'm so busy. Those things actually are, or, you know, they can be I'm not saying they always are, but they can be incredibly important. And this is a time as a team leader, as a company, uh, as a team to look at some of those processes and say, okay, this is why we've been doing this. And this is why it's so incredibly critical to keep doing it during this digitally, um, I guess, antisocial era that we're in right now working from home. So those processes might include some kind of daily email. They might include uh, pinging a client a certain amount of times every day. It might include putting out a certain number of content pieces every day on social media or on a website or blog or podcast or videos, whatever it might be. They were created for a reason, and now's the time to loop back around, uh, reassess these processes, reinforce where need be, and adjust where need be. And that's another pro of working from home. So I'd just say overall, when balanced correctly, it can be a more freeing and forward-looking work environment to work from home that really fosters real, open communication. It can foster community and um, shared team goals, a shared vision, and definitely more productive work when you can re-empower people to have a little more control over their hours um, to foster that open communication between uh, team leads and between folks in your team, and also using the opportunity to reinforce those processes that are essential. So those are some of the pros and the positives that we can look at uh, with this new reality of working from home. We also have to look at some of the cons of this reality. And really, the cons aren't so much uh, that working from home is tough. I mean, it can have limitations. Wi-Fi might not be as good. Your gear is probably not going to be as robust at home. Um, Your workspace might not be as clean, right? Little things like that. But structurally, one of the major cons of what we're seeing with COVID-19 is that working from home is just not a reality for most work. It's a sobering truth, but it's a necessary truth to chat about because uh, most people that are able to transition to work from home are, uh, you know, white collar jobs to some degree. And that's not to be demeaning. Uh, You know, I do white collar work, obviously. I'm working uh, in journalism, working in digital content. My job gives me the luxury to now work from home. But a lot of essential work that has to continue, grocery store, warehouse work, medical work, that stuff just cannot happen at home. And, you know, these folks have to continue going to work just because this is essential to a functioning society. So working from home can be very limited to office-based, professional managerial kind of work. What this crisis has shown is not just that working from home is, you know, a doable option for many industries, but more importantly, that we need to create some institutional support for workers who don't sit 
at a desk. And we need to be able to have a system that can be as flexible to someone like me going from the office going now working from home can be just as flexible for folks in essential industries that might get sick or might have to deal with the same uh, kind of social challenges that come with a pandemic, like checking in on family and friends, um, stocking up on groceries, those little things, right? What we need is infrastructure that supports these essential workers. We need to make sure they have benefits, healthcare, sick leave, more control over their work life, all things that, you know, are are essential and things that maybe some some industries take for granted, uh, industries where you can just pick up your stuff and move to uh, your apartment or um, your home office and continue to be just as productive. Um, you know, we need that same kind of flexibility for all workers. And what's tough is that average hourly wages for entertainment and hospitality workers some of the ones most affected by uh, this pandemic, folks who can't manage inventory from home or pour a drink as a bartender from their kitchen, they're making lower than $15 an hour. So some of the most essential work, the work that's most vulnerable, is the work that's getting paid the least. Uh, So that's another reality that we need to grapple with. 2018 research showed that only 29% of workers can even consider working from home. And if all you've had access to is a high school diploma, no higher education, only 9% of those workers are even able to work from home or have ever worked from home in their career. So this paradigm of working from home without also remembering that most of the economy can't work from home can reinforce some workplace divide and inequality if blue-collar workers feel control over their work life is tightening under the strain of a pandemic, uh, whereas you know white-collar work is able to be brought in-house and is able to uh, adjust relatively seamlessly. Now, obviously, this isn't a reality for everyone. There's a lot of work that can be brought in-house, Uh, and by in-house, I mean literally in your house, that is also suffering. Uh, Work that depends a lot on retail and on, um, you know, physical shipment of goods. Folks that work in administrative and marketing jobs for smaller businesses are absolutely feeling the pressure. I have many friends who have already been furloughed, laid off, or just completely uh, fired because of this reality. So it's important to understand this is not a clear-cut division, but it's clear-cut enough that we need to be talking about how most of the essential work that's still happening in our economy uh, cannot be brought in-house. So I think the takeaways here are pros and positive outlook. How can your company take advantage of work from home realities to improve communication, improve efficiency, and give control back to the professionals on your team? And also, as just people in our uh, working society, we need to make sure that as much of Office America moves indoors, it's important we remember that the work we deem essential during this pandemic doesn't have the luxury to work from home. So I challenge everyone to think about how they value that work and what systems are in place to value those workers and you know what can, what can we do to uh, support different sides of our industry that may not have the luxury of taking their laptop home and working from the home office. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. 
Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries. Oh, 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 oh,